Hello, my friends. This is Dan Jones with another quiet talk to share with you today. When I was in school, lo, these many years ago, whenever we had an assembly in the auditorium, we said the Lord's Prayer at the beginning. No, I didn't go to a Christian school, but a public school. Things have changed in this country. We didn't have any mass shootings when I was in school, but that's another topic. I'm guessing that many of you, my dear listeners, go to churches where the Lord's Prayer is not routinely said in the weekly service. I know when I was a boy, we didn't say that prayer in church. In the tradition I now participate in as a Christian worshiper, we do say it every week. I say this prayer every day. I think you should too. Let me show you why. Here are the last words Jesus said to his disciples before he left this earth. Last words are important. Listen. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, to the end of the age. Did you notice those words, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you? He didn't say, at least teach them a good portion of the things I have commanded you. He, he said, teach them to, to observe everything I've commanded you. So here is one of Christ's commands. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this. Jesus didn't say, here's a suggested prayer that you might like. I hope it works for you. He said, pray like this. Now, obviously, Uh, These aren't the only words we ever pray, but as far as I can remember at this moment, it's the only prescribed prayer Jesus left us. I pray a lot of things every day, but I also pray this prayer. I do it because Jesus told me to. He knows best. He knows my needs. Just as he said here in Matthew 6, he knows what I need before I ask him. But we are still commanded to ask. Let your requests be made known to God, it says in Philippians chapter 4. Now, we are about to move to Texas. If you hear a little extra echo in the talk today, it's because this room where I'm recording is practically empty, just about the bare walls and a few odds and ends laying around on the floor. I'm sitting on the floor as I'm talking to you. But anyway, we're moving like tomorrow, (laughs) I could make this request to God. Lord, I would like a brand new Stetson hat. I'll wear it in Texas. Now, in case you don't know, real Stetsons can cost $1,000. Also, so you'll know, I'm not going to ask for that. I may actually get a cowboy hat down there, but it won't cost $1,000. I can promise you. I don't have to tell you that there is no request anything like that in the Lord's Prayer, 
because God knows what we need. And he told us to ask for those things like our daily bread. You need that. But now I want to focus on one of the petitions that I really don't think many Christians today feel is so vitally important as it actually is. Last week, at the end of my talk, I asked prayer for our family. I told you that here in the midst of our preparations for moving for three weeks in a row, something bad happened to one of us. Illnesses, pain, hospital emergency rooms. As I've been thinking about these problems, a little phrase in the Lord's Prayer stood out to me. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Now, Jesus put that in there for a serious reason. It's not just filler. Now, I want to share something that they, that they say we shouldn't talk about in our sermons. That is our, our seminary teacher's but I'm going to do it anyway, since I think you're all smart people. I'm going to make an observation about the Greek words here. When it says, deliver us from evil, the word evil is really an adjective. In the prayer, this adjective is preceded by an article. In case you've forgotten your high school grammar, an article in English is like the, T-H-E. In Greek, when an adjective is preceded by the article, it becomes a noun. So Jesus was really telling us to pray, deliver us from the evil one. And that's exactly what most Christians don't pay much attention to. If Jesus told us to pray for deliverance from the evil one, we must need to be delivered from the evil one. I have no doubt that the things that happened to our family on those three successive Fridays were assaults from the devil. Now, many Christians will think that's nutty, but Jesus didn't think attacks from the devil were nutty. He spent his ministry opposing those attacks. He did it all the time, and if he did it, we must do it too. Paul said in Ephesians 6, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Did you know that the devil is scheming against you? But wait, let, let me qualify that. If you're living a lukewarm Christian life, if you're not a man or woman of prayer, if you're not fully committed to Jesus and his purpose for your life, then the devil will probably leave you alone. You are no threat to him. But if you have given all to Christ, if you live each day to please him and live a holy life, if you're seeking to spread his gospel, then you have a target on your back. Satan is plotting against you. Let me just say that the things that happened to our family in the end really encouraged me. God must have great plans for us in the near future if the devil is fighting so hard against us. 
Now, are you beginning to see why Jesus told us to pray? Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. This is serious stuff. Now, if there's somebody listening who is lukewarm and not fully committed to Jesus, as I described above, you might be thinking, why would I want to get all fanatical if doing so will make me a target for Satan? That's a good question. Here's the answer. Jesus said that in the day of judgment, many, not just a few, but many, will say to him, Jesus, I was a Christian and I did a lot of good things. And he will say to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. You don't want to hear that on that dreadful day. That's why I want to give my all for him. I fail at times. Sometimes I just don't feel I'm living up to this calling, but I don't quit. I ask God to give me the grace to do the work Jesus has called me to do, to help me to be faithful so that if it be possible on the day of final judgment, I can hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. There is not a trial that I can go through here on earth that will not be worth it. If Jesus says that to me, it's really all that matters. How many people hear me preach? How many downloads this talk gets? None of that amounts to anything. All that matters is pleasing Jesus. And if we please him here on earth, we will be opposed by the devil. The good news is this. He who is in us is greater than he who is in the world, that would be Satan. One last thought from the book of Revelation, a book that certainly outlines the way the devil fights against the people of God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they loved not their lives even unto death. Do you want to conquer Do you want to be an overcomer? It's possible through the blood of the Lamb, the blood of Jesus, who conquered the power of Satan. It's possible as we boldly proclaim the gospel and as we are willing to lay down our very lives for our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh God, don't lead us into temptation, but this day deliver us from the evil one. Amen. God bless you, my dear friend, and please pray for us as tomorrow we load up to head to Texas. Pray that everything goes well with the movers and with our stuff, and um, that God will give us just a safe trip for everything, and that God will bless the work he has called us to down there in Kerrville, Texas. You will continue to hear from me every Wednesday, and as always, You can reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. God bless you.